are, are you like me? Or do you get tired of, of listening to yourself complain all that's I just get so tired of listening. My interior monologue is so often negative, pessimistic, with no, you know, hope. <laughs> it's a bleak outlook and sometimes you just get tired of listening to it. I, and that's actually where that's why I play Call of Duty so much. That's why I engross myself in things completely opposite that can Shut that pessimism up. And and I'm trying to find ways to deal with it. Someone told me you can switch it around. You can just switch it around. And I don't know that they're wrong because I've been thinking about it. Okay, what do I hate the most in the world? What do you hate the most? I hate stupid people, right? Fucking dumb ass stupid people. Oh my God, what's wrong with them? <laughs> they just weren't so good. stupid. It seems like my life would be so much easier, right? But if I look at it... If I really look at it, I, I begin to realize that, that doesn't affect them. My hate for a stupid person doesn't affect them at all. They're still going about their stupid day with their stupid thoughts and ideals. Nothing changed. They interacted with me and they couldn't get the change right. I don't know what they did wrong. They cut me off on the highway. They fucking idiot. Didn't he see me here? Whatever they did wrong. Our interaction, they were stupid. And I don't think it bothered them one bit, my hatred for them. But meanwhile, my cortisol rises. Uh, I, I, I then start to feed impulses off of that, that hormonal change that I want to even out. Sometimes I'll reach for whatever's in the car, a snack. There's no food that's good in there. I'll eat it right away. I am getting less healthy because of my anger towards that person because that person is stupid, but ironically that means I'm making a stupid choice, which makes me stupid, which means I have to hate myself, and now I need to go down a depressing hole of of really fucking myself over, because look at what the fuck, I just realized I'm stupid. I <sighs> stupid people. So what can we do? What can I do? How do I, how do I approach it differently? I, I think I've come to the idea that I will imagine when someone cuts me off, when someone can't get the, the change right, uh, when somebody can't figure out how to serve me properly with their job, or that they are probably thinking about something. And let's I'm just going to imagine. I don't know that it's not the biggest thing in the world. I bet to them it is big. It may not be as big as, like, my mother's dying of cancer. But you know what? I'm going to imagine it. I mean, not in like, ha, 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 their mother's dying of cancer, but in a pity way, right? And I think it will help me because now my cortisol will actually be different. And maybe I'll have more patience for them. And maybe I'll chill a little bit. And I won't always be so ready to snap somebody's head off because some, maybe, I don't know. That's actually what I, I've, I've been trying it. It's been helping I find out that there's a lot of people on the road whose mothers are dying and they need to get to the hospital right now. That happens a lot. Uh, there's more of them than you would think. But at least when I think of it that way and that person's cutting me off, I think, well, I hope their mother's going to do all right. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> See you off in there. Don't get in an accident on the way to save your mom. Uh, <laughs> it's honestly, it's been helping. It's, um, you know, I was, I was on that Ink Master show. I was on there with... Um, a girl got a Celtic knock tree on her back, and I turned it into, like, a whole fucking back piece because I'm an idiot. Uh, and I just did this huge, huge-ass tattoo. I thought it was pretty. Some of the things didn't match up. However they judge it, they judge it. That girl and I met again. I see you're at the uh, 
we talked. We had a great conversation. You know, you get to know these people when you're tattooing them. And uh, it seems like she was some kind of professor at some school in Pennsylvania. I don't know. I know that she sent me a book. Uh, she asked me first. She wanted to make sure it wouldn't offend me. Because <laughs> I guess that's who I am. I'm that guy. I'm going to get offended by you throwing me, sending me some scope in the uh, some a sample of scope in the mouthwash uh, in the in the mailbox, and I'm like, oh my God, what are they saying? My press sticks. Who sent this to me? It's complimentary sample, bro. Uh, but no, she asked me if it'd be okay to send me a book. She thought it would help me with a lot of questions in life, and certainly find some answers for me about some other things and not to get mad its title was the art of happiness and uh honestly i think that book's a great when i finally got around around to reading it it's been a great source of help for me in many areas um of, of my life and it's relatively simple uh some of the the basic principles seem simple like why not make your life easier like, your, your life is suffering. That's what it equals to. Your existence is suffering. So why not limit that suffering? But to do that, recognize what causes your suffering and then address it in a way that will end that as opposed to getting involved in a hamster wheel cycle of, uh, you know, revenge or abuse. or uh, I say that like I'm, <laughs> like I'm fixed. Because I find myself all the time doing this wrong and having to start again. I have to, you know, correct like a little dog on the path, you know. I know where I'm leading it, where I want it to go, but it's just bouncing all over the place, chasing butterflies and shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, buddy. You ain't going to beat the dog because it gets off the path. You got to kind of, it's it's just going to be scared of you and run away from you even further. You got to, you got to, you know, nurture it on. Come on, buddy, this way. Nope, we're going this way. Be patient, right? Be patient with myself. <laughs> Forgive me a lot because I am a hateful bastard. Somewhere inside of me, I was programmed to find a lot of schadenfreude funny, you know? A, like, a lot of laughing at other people's expenses. Kind of nothing funnier than that, right? But in that, I kind of hurt myself, I think, too. That, you know, because that, that laughing at someone else, it's the same as laughing at yourself, isn't it? I don't know. If it's not bringing us all down to the same level, or if it's not rising us up to the same level, uh, then then I'm probably really just talking out of my ass at this point. <laughs> Actually, now the more I think about it, yeah, I'm just talking out of my ass at this point. Just haven't found a way to shut that off. Uh, sometimes it 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 just happens. I keep going when I should be stopping. You see, I think I made my point some time ago about how I need to change my outlook on things I hate so that I can have better interactions with them. Maybe I can tie that into something more topical. Maybe I can tie it into how everybody, uh, you go anywhere and it feels like everybody is ready to stomp on everybody. Do you feel that? You feel that like you go to the Kidoba and... Uh, they're just not getting orders right. Everybody in line's mad about it. They have zero patience. They're, I, uh, you know, one of those. Uh, I, I don't. What do you do? Well, that's what I have to do. What I did find out in more than one occasion is that exact scenario has presented it to me, <laughs> to myself, Kidoba, and it sucked. Oh my God! I was waiting for over an hour and fifteen minutes for my Kidoba. But I also overheard, because I was standing in line, that these two girls 
there was like some great resignation on their day or something. I don't know. Maybe Qdoba did something wrong to somebody, but everybody that day decided to quit. <laughs> and these two girls still needed their paycheck. And it was like two managers even quit. So they were like suddenly promoted to manager. And, uh, and they were run ragged. And the people inside were livid. <laughs> and boy, were they giving them what for. And I don't know. Sometimes you get that almost it helps. I don't know. I could have helped those people. You know, there was no helping them. They were pissed. We all choose how we feel. Yeah, I feel we all choose how we feel. Am I wrong? I'm not. We choose how we feel. It's not uh, you don't make grandma sad when you don't hug her. <laughs> you know, as a little kid, go hug grandma. You don't make grandma sad when you don't hug her. Grandma's sad because you didn't hug her. Yeah, but you didn't make her sad. Don't own that. So, like, the same there in that scenario, you know, you can do to What can you do? You can only affect what you can affect. And that's what you do, not what someone else does. I can't make them calm down. But thankfully, them going crazy kind of made it so I didn't, I didn't even want to. You know, that looked so stupid over there. Uh, that I was like, why... Why invest in any of that? They're all so angry, they're probably going to get... I mean, if these people have the time to, to spit in their food, they certainly would. <laughs> if they get to go around the corner, I wouldn't trust the sauces. The way y'all be treating them, you know? Yeah, you're waiting a long time, but I think they've explained it to every one of you. There's only two of them. I don't know what you want to do. I don't know what you imagine your magic American dollar just did when it walked through the door, but suddenly everybody was there to serve you. God damn it, I, I spend my $7.89, and sometimes I spend as much as $3 for extra guacamole, and that's highway ripoff, and I'm going to have it out with you today. <laughs> yeah, you can be mad, but... We weren't. We didn't. Why Why do that? And we we're extremely understanding, as a matter of fact. And when they got their turnaround to, to wait on us and to take care of us, uh, they were so fucking cool that they hooked us up with, like, two extra meals. There was, like, people driving off and stuff, and they got these meals, and they're like, check it out. <laughs> like, you guys are super dope. Would you like some free food? I mean, they didn't say it to announce to everybody. But everybody was pretty much being taken care of at some point, and as they were coming in, they were, they were, you know, we were able to let them know, hey, it's really slow in here. They're having a hell of a time. These two girls are doing literally eight people's jobs, like literally. So a lot of the menu items may not be there, and they just started turning around. I, I mean, maybe is that bad for business? No, it helped those girls out. They needed a break. <laughs> uh, what do you do? Maybe maybe in these situations, we do try and find patience, you know, a little bit of peace, a little bit of understanding. And imagine that in any case that somebody's even short with you, you know, snippy, rude. Well, damn it, they're having a hard time. Certainly, if nothing else, this is what I like, if nothing else, I know their mother didn't raise them properly. <laughs> to talk like that. Now, at the same time as I say that, yeah, my poor mom, huh? <laughs> it looks pretty bad on my mom, everything I've done. You know, I had a kid say that once about the um, my little fiasco. Uh, he was living here in Flint, and he said something after I, I went after Nunez about how that affected uh, Flint. <laughs> it just makes Flint look bad. We already got a bad rep. And this, he goes on TV, and he's got to fucking be bad. 
Yeah, yeah. Truth be told, it probably wasn't the smartest thing. But, in hindsight, in every day for me. <laughs> every day for me is a hindsight. I haven't regretted it once. Not one time have I ever been like, yeah, I kind of wish I hadn't. You know? I may even have said it. You might even find some interviews down where people are, like, really posing me. But it was just some fucking... That was just some, what do they call that, peer pressure? When you seem like they wanted you to answer the way? I haven't regretted it, you know? I might regret that my son sees it and imagines something like this or that. I think that's why it might have been posed to me before when I said I regretted it, too. But that's more just about how people will see me. I regret how people will see me. But I never regretted that moment. Because, to me, that was one of them M&M ones, you know? You see your moment... What you gonna do? The guy gave me the opportunity. He was being a bitch. I didn't seem like I had the, you know. So, yeah, I can flip a switch and turn into angry Kyle. And I kind of felt, I don't know, proud that I didn't punch him. I mean, as, as stupid as that is. That's why I want to have Dr. Blasphemy on, because he saw me afterwards, and I would really like to let him go in his own words about how I was responding. <laughs> I mean, I remember feeling a certain way after that day, and even leading into that day. And, uh, uh, you know, it just dawned on me, I'm talking about that day again. <laughs> What was the book I said? The Art of Happiness? Part of the Art of Happiness was not dwelling. And uh, I don't know how many times somebody's got to tell me, Kyle, man, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah, it was. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, how long do you dwell on shit? Um, as long as anybody will let you. So thanks for letting me. I, I'm done. I gotta, I've stayed too long. I've said too much. I really just wanted to talk about stupid people and how stupid that makes me. So I don't know. Hopefully you can get something out of that. You guys have a good one.